Welcome to Moments in Truth. I'm your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments in Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word identified and explained from a biblical worldview. And we are continuing our study of the verses in Scripture that command gospel believers to love and encourage other gospel believers. Now remember, when we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, we become children of God, and we enter into the family of God. Now sometimes I might say church family when I'm talking about all the gospel believers that exist. And the reason that I identify them as the church family is because they are the people that make up the church. And Jesus designed the church, and he talks about building the church in Matthew chapter 16. Now, the word church in the Greek is ecclesia, and it means the called out ones. Now, the family of God is an important family. And I think that sometimes we put all of our thoughts and focus into our, our blood relatives, but not even Jesus did that. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 50, for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Now, Jesus' family is not necessarily his blood relatives, but those who do the will of God, gospel believers. And that means that gospel believers were never meant to be independent on their own. They were designed to be a part of a growing, loving, caring, and forgiving family. Now, the passage that I want to share with you today is from the Apostle Paul, and it's in Ephesians chapter 4. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open them up with me to Ephesians chapter 4. Otherwise, just listen along. We're going to look at verses 1 through 3. So starting in verse 1, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Now let's break this down a little bit. We are being called to first walk worthy of the calling. Now this means that those of us who are gospel believers, the called, as the text says, are to walk, which is in relation to our conduct and even to our lifestyle, how we think, how we act, everything that we do should be in relation to walking in a worthy manner. Now, worthy here is connected to our relationship to Christ. Now that you are in God's family, you should behave in a manner that reflects that position. So, we are to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness. So lowliness is a deep humility that guides us to put others before ourselves. And again, not just others in your own household, but others within the body of Christ. Now, gentleness is another form of humility. It is a Christ-like humility. It is being gentle like Christ was, which we have many examples of in Scripture. Now, again, Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering. Now, long-suffering is a type of patience. It is a patience over a long period of time, but with an unchanged demeanor. And that's the hard bit. 
I think that oftentimes we can put up with things that we would consider that being patient, but in that time frame, we can get frustrated and even need to vent that frustration. And we can even get up and down emotionally, whereas long-suffering, it's just breathing easy and letting go of the issue while we wait. You know, a good verse to study in your help to long-suffering is Psalm chapter 27 and verse 14. I invite you to go there, study that verse out, meditate and memorize that one. Well, let's continue. So walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. Now, some might think bearing here means putting up with or tolerating, But this meaning is actually very different than that idea. What this really means is making allowance for the faults and failures of each other. Now, this is a really important piece for gospel believers to work on because we are all different. We have all had different upbringings and different experiences in life. And oftentimes, our expectation is that because I am a gospel believer, and this other person is a gospel believer, that we are all going to think and act the same way. But in reality, that is absolutely not true. Now, notice that we are to bear with one another in love. Now, this describes how we should make allowances for each other in a loving and caring manner. And we learn how to bear with one another in love whenever there are joint projects that we are working on or church work days. Working together can often expose what is going on in our hearts towards one another. And another great place to learn how to bear with each other is during conflict. Now, how we respond to conflict is a good indication to show us where we need to grow and what we need to let go of. Now, let's finish this last piece. Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, and endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in peace. In other words, making every effort to keep that family relationship unified. Which if we think about the illustration of the body of Christ that Paul gave in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, That is like a a physical body, a physical body with a a shoulder attached to the arm, you know, the arm attached to the hand and the hand attached to all the fingers. Each body part is like a member of the family of God. And when the body is unified, it is together. But when it is not unified, it is like a part of the body has been severed, which as we know, any time that we have something severed from the body, it damages the body. There's something not right about the body. Now, in the Spirit here is the Holy Spirit. And again, the connection is to gospel believers. The unity should not be manufactured from an outside source. You know, this unity should be a working of unity that already exists from the Holy Spirit within all gospel believers. We are not making unity. We are preserving the unity that already exists. Now, it is common to have controversy and division in a group of people, even in a church. And the reason for that is because the members of that church are all sinners. You know, that's something that we all have in common. None of us are perfect. 
And we're all working together to become more like Christ. But because of that imperfection, when we are not endeavoring to keep the unity in peace, our natural sinfulness works at us. And we will want what we want in some cases, causing strife and division in the body of Christ. Now notice that we are to endeavor to keep the unity in peace. Now we are to keep the peace in a sense. You know, this peace is a product of walking worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit. You know, putting all of these pieces together will allow the body to work together in peace, in tranquility and serenity. You know, when that happens, it is so much easier to accomplish the things that God has called us to do together. And when there is strife in the body, when there are flare-ups and people are upset or angry with each other, it causes friction. It removes peace and it replaces it with coldness, you know, with hostility and sometimes even anger. And the body cannot accomplish God's will for it. It cannot help others to experience the healing of Jesus Christ when it is not focusing on healing itself. Now, let me just say that this is not a simple thing to do, but this is an important function of those that make up the church body. This means that we need to work at it and we need to practice it. And when is a good time to start practicing it? Right now. Don't put off working on your spiritual life for a rainy day. When you learn something from the scripture, commit to start making it an important part of your life. Let me go to prayer for you. Lord God and Heavenly Father, we come to you and ask that you would help and give grace and strength today to the listeners. Lord, as we have studied here, Ephesians chapter 4, 1 through 3, I pray for the listeners today as they are working on applying these truths to their lives. Help them, Lord, as they work on the lowliness and gentleness, on being more humble before you and before others. I pray, Lord, that you would encourage them in their long-suffering. Help them as they learn to be patient over a long period of time. Lord, I pray for them as they're bearing with another in love, as they're giving each other grace in better understanding where they're coming from and where the other person is coming from and allowing for faults. And Lord, I pray for them as they're making every effort to keep God's design for unity in the body. I ask you, Lord, that you would help them today through their challenges. And I pray, Lord, as the obstacles come, that they wouldn't give up, but help them, Lord, to trust in you. Lord, help us to be people of your word that go back to your word continually and meditate on it so that we have those verses that come up in our minds throughout the day that remind us how we can be strong for you and in the power of your might, continue to work for you, love you, be encouraged by you, Lord, and be able to go out and encourage others because of the encouragement that you bring to us. Please keep the listeners safe today and help them to have a productive day. In your name I pray these things. Amen. 
Make sure to tune in for our next episode. We're going to be talking about devotion. And some of this devotion is about how we need to be devoted to God, but also about how we need to be devoted to each other. Well, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. We would love for more people to hear the truth of God's Word. And you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry. 